This message is brought to you by Croydon Tabernacle, a part of the Redeemed Christian Church of God. Our mission is reconciling the individual, community and the nation to God. Be blessed as you listen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's put hands together for Jesus again. Our God is a good God. We thank God for those testimonies. Lord, we are not taking you for granted at all. Thank you so much. Even for many months, many more, the one that people are not able to share today. And for people online as well that are thanking God for one thing or the other. We are grateful. Oh, Lord, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Uh, it gives me great joy this morning. Um, and with all privilege that um, I'm going to invite um, our speaker into this um, altar to come and speak to us regarding um, um, reaching out and what God has laid in, in his heart. You know, it's a privilege that myself and I think about two or three of us here, uh, we belong to that group, um, platform. That's Kingdom Impact Vision International. And indeed, the Lord has been using this, this group worldwide, not only in UK, all over the world. And I believe that the Lord has given him a word for us this morning. And please, I want us to uh, be on our feet. Let's give them a city welcome as we welcome our guest speaker, uh, Junior Mwaubani. God bless you, sir. You're welcome, sir. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Let's just stand up and just thank the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We are saying thank you, Jesus. We are saying thank you, Jesus. Thank you, my we are saying thank you, Jesus. Thank you, my Lord. We are saying thank you, Jesus. Thank you, my Lord. For dying on that cross for us. Thank you, my Lord. We are saying thank you, Jesus. sit down I just want us to think about the cost of salvation salvation every other miracle that we can think of is nothing compared to salvation if Jesus can give us salvation there is no other thing that we cannot get from him and he came and it died so that we will have life and have it abundantly. We are saying thank you, Jesus. Oh Lord, we are saying thank you, Jesus. Thank you, our Lord. For saving my 
let's put our hands together for Jesus Christ as we have our seat. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Oh, our Lord is wonderful. I know there are things we've had over and over again because, you know, we have been in the church for so long and we hear things. It, it means nothing anymore to us. But I tell you, salvation is everything. For God to die on that cross so that we will have life and be able to introduce other people to come and know Jesus Christ. That is the greatest, greatest miracle, salvation. Though we take it for granted because, you know, yes, um, we are saved. We say, well, I found Jesus Christ. Um, you know, I found Jesus Christ, my um, friend here would say Jesus was not lost you know <laughs> we thank God um, thank God for Pastor Ojo and um, um, Pastor Lola am I right Ola Ninka thank you so much and uh, it's a great with um, great privilege to be able to come and um, fellowship with the body of Christ. Because the body of Christ is one. You know? And uh, I thank God that no matter where you go, we are one body. You know, when we get to heaven, it's one body. It's whether you believe in Jesus Christ or you don't believe in Jesus Christ. That's what we get you to heaven. So we thank God and we glorify the name of the Lord for what God is doing. It's a great honor and privilege and thank you so much sir for giving us this uh, um, privilege to come and um, you know fellowship together especially consigning reaching out to souls the souls that Jesus died for and um, there is so much going on in United Kingdom where we are based right now but the thing is that if you're not out there, if you don't seek for, you might not understand what is actually happening, especially in the time that we're in. Before I go ahead, I think I have some of our few um, uh, brothers that, and sisters that we came together, and I will just quickly introduce them. You have uh, um, brother Jake. Jake. Jake gave his life on the street. Um, last year, was it during COVID? Yes, last year, was it? On the streets, he saw us, we were reaching out, and he gave his life, and after that, he got baptized, and he is working with us now. And um, we have uh, Mama Chandra, who, uh, we thank God, you know, has um, with us. We have um, Sister Patience, we thank God, and we have... Um, our sister Patricia, okay, and uh, so many other people, and I believe that maybe some of the people that were supposed to be here, you know, and the totality of the gospel, to be sincere with you, is about reaching out to others. That is what Jesus came to do. That is the reason why, if you ask us today, what is our favorite uh, uh, verse in the Bible? John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his son. 
giving. Christianity is about giving. For God so loved the world that he gave that whosoever believe in him shall not perish. God so loved the world that he gave. It's all about how are you going to reach out to other people. Glory be to God for every other thing that goes with it. Whether it's signs and waters, whether it is uh, uh, God to bless us financially, whether any other miracle that happens, believe me, those are secondary. That's the reason why when you look at the book of uh, Mark 16, starting from uh, 15, he said, he said there, go into the world and preach the good news to all creation. Whoever believes is baptized will be saved. But whoever does not believe will be condemned. Verse 17 is where I just want to quickly point out. Say, these signs, these signs will accompany those who believe. King James, I believe, says these signs shall follow. Accompanying. Please say with me this morning, this sign shall follow me. Now, for a sign, to, for something to follow you, there must be movement. Sister Chandra, please, can you come up here? This is Mama Chandra. She's actually, she looks so young. She's about 72. She's 71-year-old mama. She, when she joined the platform, I mean, when she joined the group, we met, you know, actually on the streets as well and all that. And um, she was, I remember one of her legs, she couldn't walk very well. You know, she was moving like this. But by actually reaching out to what Christ wants you to do, it brings healing to you. Now, she goes to almost every, I have not, you know, well, she's retired. So every outreach that takes place, she is there. Any part of the United Kingdom that is taking place, she's, as strong, she's even stronger than me, as you can see. You know, that is what God does when you are on the going. Now, can you just move a little bit? Now, as she's moving, because she's moving, I'm following her. This sign shall follow those who are moving. It did not say sign shall follow those who... I, I don't know whether you're getting me. Listen. Prayer is extremely important. You pray and you pray and you pray. But let me tell you something. Where, the, where action, if there is no action, faith without... <laughs> oh God. Listen, you can stay and pray and pray and pray as much as you want. But God is expecting you to make a move. If you don't make a move, how can the signs and wonders follow you? This sign shall follow those who are moving. In my name, they shall do this. In my name. We have seen a lot of things happen in the streets. Which if we start telling you, we've seen dead body come back alive. We have seen, mention all kind of miracles. To the extent that we don't talk about miracles anymore. What we focus on is salvation. 
Because we know that miracle is assured. You don't go thinking that, oh, you know what? Maybe not um, God. I don't know. No, 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 no. God is faithful. This sign shall follow those who believe. If you believe, if you take action, signs shall follow. Whether it is in your place of work, whether it is on the street, whether it is in your family, whether it is anywhere, if you believe that God, I need to reach out to these souls. Listen, on the platform, on the network, Kiwi is a network where you have a lot of churches, you have a lot of different churches, different, you know, ministry and all that. And all we do is that, come, let us reach out to souls together. United Kingdom needs us. For us to fill the church, we need to go out there. We cannot be in the church. It's good to pray. We need the prayer. Prayer and evangelism goes hand in hand. It's like your two legs. You carry one and you have to carry the other. You cannot just move one and you continue to move one. You, both of them work you know, you move the, the first leg, you move the other one. That is the way prayer and evangelism is. We have a saying, United Kingdom shall be saved. When we say United Kingdom shall be saved, we are not joking. It's not just a slogan that we just want to feel good, that sound good. United Kingdom shall be saved because it has been given. It is a mandate. Whether the devil likes it or not, this country shall be saved. But let me tell you something. For this country to be saved is waiting for you. God is waiting for you. It's in Isaiah where he says he's looking for who to send. Because he wants to save United Kingdom. Thank you so much, man. Wants to save United Kingdom. And to save United Kingdom, United Kingdom cannot be saved without you. God has given his mandate. Come, let's reach out to the people out there. If we want to see our church filled, if we want to see people coming, we will not just sit down. It's like saying, it's like saying, you are expecting, you are expecting a criminal to go to the police station and say, you know, I committed a crime. Are you getting what I'm saying? We are the one we need to be out there we need to be hungry for those souls. They are perishing. They need us. Jesus Christ is coming back again. I know this has been sounded over and over again. It sounds like it's nothing. When we mention to Christians, Jesus is coming back again. Yeah, okay. You know, we've had it, you know. But I'm telling you, Jesus Christ is coming back again. Not even with everything you are seeing happening in the world right now. If you cannot read the handwriting in the world, if you cannot read what is going on now all over the world, KV, which is the network, is in 16 countries. We operate in different countries, 16 countries. United Kingdom right now, every, for, you know, pastor is on the platform, you can confirm. Every um, week, we have about 50 stations in London alone where outreaches take place on the streets. Apart from other outreaches that will be taking place in different places, in offices and all that. 50 different locations from Bethnal Green to Wood Green to the north to the west to the south of London. Then you're talking about 
Outside London, Liverpool, we have stuff going on there. Uh, uh, Bedna, um, 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 Bristol, uh, uh, Sittingbourne, and it continued to spread. And it's not about anybody. It's about how do we come together and see Jesus Christ be lifted up in United Kingdom. I'm telling you something. For you to be alive now, United Kingdom awaits you. United Kingdom awaits you. United Kingdom is not waiting for any other person except you. Don't look at any other person and say, oh, maybe this is the person God is going to use. God is saying he wants to use you to see United Kingdom set free. Tell somebody next to you, God is going to use me to change this nation. Saints, there is so much that God is doing right now. But it's up to us. There is a saying that we have. You know, we say, um, wherever, when, when, um, where there is a will, there is a way. But I'm telling you, when you are willing, God will make a way. But God does not want to make a way for somebody that is not willing. You know, a lot of time, we even, you know, the Bible quotation, the Bible, the, where the Bible said that uh, many are called, few are chosen. But let me tell you something. I have gone through things and I have realized that those that are chosen are people that made themselves available and willing. Whether from Moses or go through the Bible, those that are chosen, they make themselves available and willing. And those are the chosen ones. It's not like God is partial. He particularly chose, especially in this era where we are. Make yourself available, be ready, and you will see what God will do through you. How are we available for what God wants to do? We're going to have, you know, by the special grace of God, I think next week, we're going to have a practical way of actually reaching out. I think um, some of the team will be here next week, Saturday, and this week, this Saturday, please be available. Come and see what God is doing on the street of United Kingdom. There, you know, the grace is already released. All what God is waiting for you is to be available. It doesn't matter even if you say, well, I've not done it before. Just come. Give God that time. Because what is more important in the heart of God is those souls that are perishing. And those souls are not going to come to us until we go to them. We are the one that needs to reach out to them. We are the one that needs to strategically, intentionally reach out to them. The question I have. How are we reaching out to the people that are out there? They are people that are loved by Jesus Christ. No matter how terrible they are, I tell you, Jesus also died for them. Jesus did not die for only me in the church. He died for those people. And if Jesus died for them, Jesus wants to reach out to them. How do we actually Get ourselves, organize ourselves together to reach out to those lost souls. United Kingdom shall be saved. United Kingdom to be saved, it is for you and I. You know, even the Bible says that the laborers are few. 
The Bible called it laborers. Meaning, don't think it's going to be easy. But let me tell you something. Reward that you are going to get in heaven and even the deposits that God is going to give to you because I believe that everything that God has given to us, this is my personal belief, everything in my possession, everything in my care is a deposit to advance the kingdom of God. So the way I think is that the shoe I'm going to buy, I'm thinking how is this shoe, how is it going to advance the kingdom of God? Listen, the haircut I'm going to get, how is he going to advance the kingdom of God? I'm telling you, we have supposed to be in a stage right now because of everything that is going on in the world. We have to be strategic. We cannot continue to move the way we have been moving. Christianity is dynamic. There is power in the name of Jesus Christ. And there is authority. I, we have seen things happen. Part time, obviously, will not permit me. If it is, we have seen dead, uh, somebody that is dead come back to life. There is no miracle you want to mention to me that if I start giving you testimony now, we can be here till tomorrow and your mouth will just be open. Ah, 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 what's how did this happen? Because God is seeking for who is available. We have to be intentional. Please, next week. Book the time off. Take your time. Come out on the street. Even if it's just to give tracts to people, there is no way God is not going to bless you. Even if it is just to support the people that are there. If it's just to, to accompany some of the people, do it. Take some time off. Because we are in a time right now that we have to be very strategic about what we're doing in terms of the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God have to march on and the gate of hell cannot prevent it. Thank you so much, Pastor Joe. You know, um, I think the other guy is going to come from, is coming from Bristol next uh, Saturday and some of the group, you know, will come and we will look at how to go out on the street but i tell you something in this time and age that we're in in this era that we're in we're in a time that if you want to see anything about listen there is nothing we have not seen before in terms of do you want to talk about money there's no way god is not going to bless you do you want to talk about job do you want to talk about all those things they are good but let me tell you something the heart of god is about the soul that he died for the heart of god for god let me tell you there is no way if a man will give you a job and he will give you everything you need for that job then you now think that god will ask you to reach out to souls and he will not equip you he's not a wicked god he can't do that Everything that we have ever needed, he has always provided. As long as the heart is ready. I think it's Jeremiah 8.20 that said, one day, the harvest will be over. The harvest will be over. The summer will be gone. And yet, people will look and say, and yet we are not saved. Let me tell you something.
the people that we meet day to day, the people that we pass by the train station, and it does not even touch our heart to say, well, you know what? This person, Jesus died for this person. Do you know what? I'm going to take some time. Even your area. You see, your area. If you make it, say, look, God, I'm going to take some time. I'm going to pray for this, my community. I will pray until people are saved in this community. You will be shocked. Before you know it, you will start seeing what will start happening. Everything about the gospel is about the souls, souls, souls. I can show you from, if you go through Acts of Apostle where church started, I can show you from time to time when they were feeling very comfortable with themselves. They got the gift, baptism of the Holy Spirit. I say to Christians, believe me, the baptism of Holy Spirit is not just for you to speak in tongues. The purpose of baptism of Holy Spirit is to be a witness to others. And if I, I can show you in Acts of Apostle 1 8, the Bible says that, let's go there, Acts of Apostle 1 8. The primary purpose of the Holy Spirit, 1 8. Jesus said to them, You will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come on you. And you will be my, what? In Jerusalem and in all Judea, Samaria and to the end of the earth. When they now received the baptism of Holy Spirit. And they decided to just gather and speak in tongues. And enjoy the fellowship of one another. There is nothing wrong. That's what we need to do. But we cannot Leave the priority. It says, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. That power that you receive, what is it for? To be a witness. The purpose of the Holy Spirit is so that you will be a witness. By the time you are witnessing to somebody and the Spirit of God starts telling you, okay, this person has this problem. Can you pray for the person or can you... Then you mention, oh, brother, this is what is... Is anything like this happening in your life? And you say, oh, how did you know? That is the Holy Spirit. People are sitting down, they are praying. God, I want you to give me um, the gift of knowledge. I want you to give me the gift of healing. I want you to give me the gift of this. Let me tell you something. Time will not permit me. Um, the network started in Bangladesh. You know Bangladesh, 90 something, 92% Muslim country. Christianity 0.1. Launch to go and see a dead Muslim woman come back alive. I did not stay somewhere and be praying and praying and praying, praying. Then God now showed me vision and said, Go. Even I went being scared. Time will not let me to permit me to tell you the story. When I got there, my mind was that I'm going to a village. Somebody invited me to come and preach the gospel. And the person coached me. He said, you know, you don't say Jesus. You only say Allah. You have to be very careful because they can chop off your head. It's a very dangerous area. I called my wife. I called my children. And I told them, I can go and I might not come back again. Let me tell you something. We pray 
God, please protect me. God, this. But there are situations, there are places that you will reach. Hmm? You know that if God does not protect you, nobody, nothing can, you know. We were serving in, in, in Bangladesh as diplomats. It's, it will cost us ev everything. The step that I took will cost us losing the job, losing everything. I have to write some songs for my barrier. I gave it to my children in case if I don't come back again. Take this and make sure that you sang this in my barrier. When I got there, I didn't know that God had said something totally different. The room, that was my first time of going into the village in, 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 in Bangladesh. The room that they put me in, I saw so many war geckos. I was so scared of war, war geckos when I was growing up. You know what war geckos is? Those small, small lizards. They put me in that room. I was counting. I said, oh my God, missionaries, they try. You mean I'm going to sleep in this room? One, two, three war geckos. As I was counting the war geckos, a knock on the door. They said, are you the man that came and you want to pray? I said, yes, yes. Sir. I didn't even know why they were asking me. They said, please come. Somebody have just died. Come and pray. I have already shut the door. I would have run back. So I followed. As I was going, this is about 100 years away. I tell you, that hundred years was like hundred years to me. Because everything started going on in my head. Supposing they kill you. Oh, why are you going to pray? What is going to happen? My leg became jelly. You know? Start shaking. When I got there, it was April 1st. So I thought, you know, the only thing that was giving me comfort was that this might be April Fool. Don't, don't disgrace yourself. Just go. When I got there and I saw all these people crying. It's a Muslim woman, you know, so they have to bury within 24 hours. They are preparing the body, and a lot of people were crying. I said, wow, so this is real. Wow, my children, my wife, I might not see them again. Because I have been warned that that area is not an area where you go anyhow. Even the person that invited me said, please, let me coach you. Don't say Jesus. Just say hey, Allah. And I look, how can I be saying Allah instead of Jesus? But do you know what? When I got there, they took me right in. They say, you're the man that have come to, pre um, to preach. Oh, the woman is lying down there. Saints, I look at the woman. Gone. They're just preparing her body, you know, stretching it and all that kind of stuff. I looked. I said, where will I start praying? I looked. Fear will not allow me to even open my mouth to pray. But do you know what? All I could say was, because I knew they told me not to say Jesus. So all I could say was, oh God, oh God. I said, at least they believe in God. So let me be saying, oh God, oh God. The oh God, I cannot even close my eyes because, you know, the fear. Then they were killing Christians. You know, it was, you will see it in the newspaper, you know, they will just, you know, a priest has just been killed and all that kind of thing. And that area is known to be very notorious in killing Christians. So I was like, supposing they come and chop my head off from behind. So I couldn't close my eyes. 
Oh God, I'll be looking like this. Oh God, oh God, that was all I was doing, beloved. Until a mind just said to me, but you can, I even totally forgot I could speak in tongues. Have you been so scared? You forget that you can speak in tongues. Then when I was reminded I could speak in tongues, I started just praying in tongues. And I raised my hand and I was just praying in tongues. Without fear. Not, you know, when people, you know, because after that happened and some other things has happened, people will look and say, oh, you are a great man of faith. I say, listen, it is God that will do what he wants to do. All just happened was that I was available there. And as I was just praying, raising up my hand, the woman sneezed and she coughed. Now, when the woman sneezed and coughed, everywhere, people, oh, oh, then they start coming in. Oh, priest, pray for me. Oh, this and that. And I started crying. I just told, leave me alone. I don't even know what has happened. Because I did not believe that that will even happen. So it's different from, oh yes, I'm a man of faith. I've gone in. I'm going to pray and God is going to do it. I didn't know what was happening. So I started crying. All I could do was cry. Leave me alone. Leave me. Some people came in. Oh, uh, this person has cancer. Please pray, pray. I said, no, leave me alone. Because I could not understand. Through there, a lot of stuff started happening. I started realizing that it is not me. All I just need to do is to be available. And God will do what he wants to do. All what God is asking us is our availability. Whether to go out on the street is, are you available? If you're not available, who is God going to use? From there, a lot of stuff started happening. We plan an outreach in Dominican Republic. Three weeks to, for us to travel there. Three pastors that were planning the outreach got struck with stroke the same day. And we're told, please cancel the outreach because, oh, the devil, oh, look at how can three pastors be struck with stroke the same day? We might have to cancel this outreach. I have seen things enough to know that it is not by power, it is not by might, but by the Spirit of God. I said, no, we're going. They said, no, 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 no. The people in Dominican Republic, they said, cancel it, cancel it. Because we know we have to be wise. We have to make sure that things happen. You know, we have to take care of the past. I said, please, make sure that that outreach takes place. After much talk, they agreed. We flew down with some pastors to Dominican Republic. From the airport, they took us to the hospital where the pastors were. We got there, we prayed. We prayed. But nothing happened. The wives of the pastors, they were expecting us, thinking that, oh, you carry so much anointing, so when you appear, things will start happening. Let me tell you something. God is almighty God, and he have the final say. We prayed, laid hand, prayed. Then the wives of the pastors, they started crying. We thought this was the hope, that when you guys come, we've had so much. I said, well, just to tell you, we are not God. We can only administrate what God wants to do. But whatever God does is perfect. In my death, God is, God is perfect. 
Now, it doesn't matter because God sees things differently from the way we see things. Now, when the when when um, all I told them was that bring this, uh, bring the pastors to the outreach that is going to take place at the stadium. Bring the pastors there. They said, but how are we going to just bring them? I am not telling you that they are going to, because I don't know. I'm not going to tell you what I don't know. All I'm just saying, look for a way to bring them there. On the day of outreach, at this national stadium, packed, of course, we didn't even know that they were brought um, to, to the stadium. While we were just praising God and rejoicing and rejoicing, nobody went to pray for them. The three pastors got up and started running around and worshiping God. See, like I said, time will not permit me. But the point I'm trying to bring out is that when you are available, God will equip you. He says, this sign shall follow those who. So, there must be movement. And that movement, you must be reaching out to one person or the other. If you want to see God move, make it intentionally reaching out to somebody, reaching out to a community, be part of what God is doing so that this church, let me tell you something, by the time each one of us is reaching out to one person or the other, there will not be space in this church anymore, even give it next month. Can you imagine every one of us here to reach out to one person, one there will not be space in this church anymore. And do you know what? A lot of time, messages like this are not preached for us to understand that Christianity is not all about us. Christianity is not all about for us to come and be blessed. If you see yourself that everything that God has placed in you is a deposit to advance the kingdom of God, you will act differently. It will not be about me, me, what I can get. Let me tell you, go back again to Act of Apostle. If you see, when they received the baptism of Holy Spirit and they were enjoying all the benefits, there is nothing wrong in enjoying because if God has placed something in your heart, you are a caretaker of it. You are going to benefit from it anyway. Do you understand what I'm saying? But when they got so used to fellowshipping and it's all about just their fellowship and not reaching out, look at what happened in Act of Apostle 8. The Bible says, that in act of apostle uh, 8 what happened problem came persecution came over the church as much as it looks bad that persecution came do you know that because of that persecution the church scattered they started doing what god intended for them because of that persecution do you know what happened they went to um samaria uh, people like Philip went to Samaria and evangelized the whole Samaria. Then sent message to James and to the, uh, the pastors in Jerusalem. I have done my work as an evangelist. Come and look after the souls in Samaria. If the persecution did not take place, they will still remain in Jerusalem. And there is nothing wrong in remaining in Jerusalem. Please don't get me wrong. But what matters is that what is the heart of God for us gathering? As we, are, as we gather here, I want to challenge you this morning. How many souls 
Are you who are you targeting intentionally? Take a month, a week at a time and say, This week, Father, that is my cousin, he's not saved. That is my neighbor. He doesn't know Jesus Christ. I will pray and I will pray. Even if I cannot reach my boss, I can pray. There is power in prayer. Listen, I, it got to a stage when you realize certain things. I don't pray God give me anything anymore, but God provides everything that I need. I don't lack anything. Because when you are a goer, God will always provide for you. He will provide for you, provide and continue to provide for you. But when you are not going, you will be busy praying, God give me, God give me, God I want this. And there is nothing wrong. But I'm just showing you that when you go through the scripture, you will see that there is a different way of even getting what you want by actually achieving the heart of God. The heart of God is that those souls out there will be saved. The heart of God. And I'm, no, I'm, and I'm sure most of us here, we know, even when we look at the, the song, there is a song, I have decided to follow Jesus. We know that song is a common song. If we look at the history of that song, you will know that Christianity is not a child's play. Apostle Paul says when we are young, we drink milk. But we cannot continue to drink milk forever. You know, at certain stage, when you, a baby continues to drink, we need to drink milk. It's necessary. But the stage that that person gets, you start chewing meat. You can't give meat to a baby because you're going to choke the baby. But at the same time, there's an expectation to grow to a place where you start chewing meat. And that is what the gospel is all about. There is no way God is not going to bless you. There is no way God is not going to move. I was in Totten Heat yesterday. With, like I said, there's so much outreach is taking place. I was in Totten Heat yesterday with my sister, patient. She's the one that is leading Totten Heat. We have different people leading different areas. And I went to support her. As we're doing, you know, trying to reach out to people. Hello, Catherine. <laughs> Bless you. As we went to go and support uh, um, sister, patient, you know, when you see the heart, I watch her talking to someone. As she was talking to the person, the boss that the person, um, that the person was waiting for came. And the woman said, oh, look, I, I'm, I need to catch my boss. And she entered the bus with the woman. She entered the bus with the woman because it's like, you need, you need, you, it's, this is extremely important than anything. When we see salvation, that everyone, if Jesus should come now, what is going to happen to these people? What is going to happen to United Kingdom? What is going to happen to our young people? If Jesus should come now, what is going to happen? We know that they are not saved. And our hearts needs to be ready. 
so that Christ can touch this country. The revival have started yet. You see, when I see people saying, I am praying for revival. No, revival have started yet. Revival is waiting for you. Romans 8, 19 says, The earth awaits the manifestation of the sons of God. Now, let me ask you a question. Do you know that United Kingdom awaits you now? I wake up in the morning and I look, wow, UK awaits me. My world. You know, it's a different feeling than thinking that coronavirus has come to kill you. I will kill coronavirus. Let me tell you. I, no, I'm seriously. When things, when this started in 2000 and 2020, when it was so, when you're talking about how many people dying, Thousands a day. We know when the pandemic was so bad, you know, 2020, I got a challenge. When I say challenge, somebody said, where are you Christians? You know how these people can mock sometimes. An atheist or whatever she says she is, she said, where are you Christians? Oh, all of you have gone into hiding. Eh, you are saying, uh, you say that Jesus healed. Nobody can come out. And I felt, I do understand we need wisdom. I do understand we need to do things. But there are times that Christ can stir something up in your heart. Like the three Hebrew children that will say, if I perish, I perish. Let me tell you, there is a stage you get through. Death is nothing to you. Like Paul says, to die is gain and to live is Christ. There is a time that you get through. It means anything. Nothing means anything anymore to you. And you are looking, Father, my life is in your hand. Death cannot touch me until Jesus says, time to come home. The devil and God are not struggling. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. The devil and God, sometimes our prayer, we pray as if devil and God is struggling. It is how much, I, hey, oh God, please, oh, give him a blow. So, <laughs> and God is looking for men and women that understand who they are and that will speak in authority in a time like this. There have been men like that in history. And you have the right now because Romans 8, to, um, 8 um, 19 says, the United Kingdom awaits you right now to change the destiny of United Kingdom. UK awaits you. UK is not waiting for any other person. It's waiting for you. And you are busy waiting for God. And God says, I have given you what it takes. Take a step and see whether I will not move. We keep praying revival. Revival is here, sir. Revival is here, ma. It depends on what you're ready to do. When we move into a place, we see things happen. We see place revive. We see souls come alive. But when you see the heart that matters, God will change a thing. Please, if I may ask a question, even though I say revival is not is here now, is there any one of us that believe that revival is not here? Let's let's um, have uh, this. Thing. Let's let's talk. Is there anyone that believe that revival is not here now?
Okay, I believe that we all believe revival is here. So if we believe revival is here, it depends on our action. And as the church is building into seeing, reaching out to the, which is the heart of God. This year that we've gone in, and I thank God for Pastor Joe. I thank God for men and women of this church that see the need that is there right now for us to be able to reach out and see United Kingdom save. I say United Kingdom because that is where we are right now. And we can rewrite the history of this country. I'm telling you, the history of this country was written. Some of the people that you hear about in history, like um, um, William and Catherine Boots, that founded Salvation Army, you know, like people like David Livingstone. They are men like you and I. Do you understand what I'm saying? And they are people that God used to turn things around in this country. And I tell you something, they don't have two heads. They are like me and you. And I tell you, history you need to rewrite history now if i go back to that story a bit 2020 invited um the lady said oh so the news got to me and i said god what is this i spoke to some pastor's friend and you know some of our friends and and they said oh junior you know you have to be very careful you know you can't go i said listen when you get to a stage where you think like the Hebrew children, do you know that Daniel did not know that? You know, we sing that song, oh, Daniel, he was thrown into the lion's den. Do you know that Daniel did not know that God will shut the mouth of the lion? Daniel was ready to die, in case you don't know. He was ready to die for what he believed in. But God will choose to do what he wants to do. And God chose to shut the mouth of the lion. Till today, we read the story. We sing the song. But that man did not plan. Okay, I know when I get there, God, oh, you are going to save me. Until you get to a stage where you say, you know what? To die is gain. To live is Christ. It's a different mindset. 2020, the pastors gathered. Tell, um, we talk about this stuff. They say, Junior, it does not make sense. We know somebody have just died. I mean, we know what was going on then. You know, people were dropping like flies. You know, this person have just died of coronavirus. We know a pastor, he went to go and pray for somebody. He caught coronavirus and he died. Junior, what is wrong with you? You've got four lovely daughters. You've got a wife that are looking up to you. What is wrong? Sir, I will go and think. And I will come back again because something inside me is saying, look, it does not matter. If I die, I die. And I, I said, I'm going to contact the lady. We got in touch with the lady and said, look, book an appointment. We are coming to a particular hospital because we're online. I'm not going to mention, you know, but a particular hospital. We're coming. The lady booked an appointment. I'm talking about the time that you cannot even enter the gates of any hospital. They have the police people stationed there. So when we, I don't know what happened to my car that day. I just, I just tried to start the car. It wouldn't start. Call an Uber. The Uber driver said, where are you going? I said, going. He said do you actually know that you're not allowed except do you have coronavirus? <laughs> I said, no, I don't have coronavirus. I'm going to go and pray for somebody. He said, you're going to go and do what? Are you crazy? Well, the cab driver gave his life to Christ at the end. 
drove, just take us to where we're going. We got there. It was one young, one young man that, you know, a young guy that we, I was mentoring. That was the only person that decided, I will go with you. I said, listen, if your faith does not carry, please don't go. <laughs> he said, no, I will go with you. I said, okay. We got to the gate. When we got to the gate, they called the woman. She's a manager in one of the districts. Um, the woman came and said, we should come in. We got in. The doctors were shocked. What are you doing, you know, if you don't have coronavirus? But to tell you, we went in there, we prayed, yeah? And I'm still alive today. And the young man is still alive today. And I am not saying, even it was documented by a known TV station, which I won't mention online, but they're not going to play it because of um, political, whatever, whatever, you know. So they said they are not going to show it because it will look as if they are promoting. I am not saying, don't get me wrong, this thing is real. It's happening. It's taking out people. But let me tell you something. The power of God is the power of God. And what God is going to do, is going to do. But let me tell you something. Even if I have gone there and at the end of the day, I caught coronavirus and I would die and I died. Let me tell you something. The name of the Lord still to be glorified. When you get to a stage that what matters is that let the name of the Lord be glorified. Even if I die, let the name of the Lord be glorified. I was saying to somebody, if you read, if you want to understand some of the things, you read Acts of Apostles and you see some of the things that happened. In Acts of Apostles 12, you read there, somebody like James. Uh, James was caught by uh, uh, um, King Herod and they chopped off his head. And you watch, where is God? Let me tell you something. In this day and age that we are in, if you don't understand the way God operates, your mind will be messed up. Because there are things that will happen. You will start asking, God, but where are you? But, but God is where he is. And he's still God. And nothing will change him from being God. But if you don't understand... What will happen is that you start questioning things which could also sometimes affect your faith. And you hear people saying, well, where was God when this happened? Oh God, if you are, because we have been sold a different gospel. Read Acts of Apostle and see what happened. James was beheaded. But when it comes to, for you to know that God is the one in charge. When it comes to, in that same verse, when it comes to Peter. Peter was arrested for the same thing. And when Peter was arrested for the same thing, Peter was in the jail to be beheaded as well. But that same God that watched James to go home, sent angel, not because if you read it very well, it said Peter was sleeping and snoring. Sent an angel, go and wake Peter, follow me Peter, and, and open doors and brought Peter out. It's the same God. The power is in his hands, not in your hands. Not the way people think. Read and understand that until God says it is time, nothing can happen. Read. That's the reason why you will see something will happen to this person. It's nothing and you hear the person is gone. Somebody will go through even tougher stuff. 
and they will still be alive. And God is not a partial God. When it is time, he will take us home. But as we are here, to live is about Christ. That's what Paul was trying to say. Reach out to somebody. Everything about Christianity is about reaching out to somebody else. I'm telling you something. Because that is the way the kingdom of heaven can be advanced. We thank God for what God is doing. And I will look at now, you know, if there is any question, please, that you feel you want to ask or you want to know about evangelism, about reaching out, please feel very free. I do understand that today is Sunday service, you know, but please feel very free, you know, in few minutes, let's be able to find out what, what is holding you back from reaching out to souls because we are going to practicalize what we are talking about next Saturday. So if there is any question, you can raise up your hand and our brother is there with microphone. If there is any question, please feel free to ask. Reaching out to souls is the core thing that Christ has called all of us to do. Reaching out to souls. And what the network does is to come and see, how do we support you? How do we support you? How can we encourage you to, to be or to do that which God has called you to do? Because all of us has been called. When you read the, um, the verse that was used in uh, this thing, 2 Corinthians 5, verse 18. It said, every one of us has been given the ministry of what? He said, everyone. He did not say some people. So it is a ministry that has been given to every Christian. That is our primary ministry. Before any other thing, whether you are a pastor or whether you are an apostle or whether you are uh, whatever, whoever you are, you have been given the ministry of reconciliation. Second Corinthians 5, 18. To reconcile people to Christ. And being a witness, evangelizing is reconciliation. You are trying to go and reconcile those people that don't know Jesus Christ. Come and know Jesus Christ. And sometimes it's going to take a lot. Sometimes it's going to cost you. Because by the time you look at whether I should be watching Tottenham playing Asna and I need to go out there. <laughs> by the time you look at whether I should be doing this. Or I should actually reach out to somebody. By the time I'm taking time in the, in the church and they will call for prayers to reach out to souls. And you will say, look, this is priority. I have to be intentional. And now I will need to come and pray for Croydon. I will need to pray. I thank God when I had my sister talking about, you know, knife crime and all that kind of stuff. You know, thank God that God has kept our young people alive. Glory be to God. But you see, we need to pray to reach out to them. We need to bring them in. We need to reach out to them. And the gospel is the only thing that can make the difference in their life. Glory be to God. So before... Yes, sir. Yeah, uh, I'm just going to ask this question. Um, I'm sure it's um, in the heart of 
many people. When you are out there to evangelize, so how do you know what to say? What do you say to, let's say I'm the first time I'm going out there to reach out to somebody. How do I know what to say the first time? Let's have Sister Patient. Let's have uh, the people that are, that are going out on the street. Uh, Sister Patient, Sister Catherine, come up. No, 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 come, 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 come. Sister Patient, come. Good morning, church. There is no fixed way of uh, starting the conversation. We live in a world now that does not say hello to each other on the streets. We just walk past. Even You don't even notice when people are miserable on the street to just say, oh, smile, Jesus loves you, things like that. So we then find it difficult to, you know, uh, to break through when we need to talk to someone. Uh, you just need to rely on the Holy Spirit. Sometimes I can say, oh, good morning, Jesus loves you. We go into conversation. Isn't it a beautiful weather today? That's a way of conversation. Uh, people can ask me my name, and I ask them their name. I say, my name is Patience. Do you have a lot of patience? Uh, my response is, he's still working on me. Who is he? My father in heaven. You know, conversation starts. It's just being in tune with what the Holy Spirit is saying. Thank you so much. Before, before um, Catherine, sometimes you see somebody just walking their dog. Not that you like dogs. Hello, what a beautiful dog. <laughs> you know, the word of God says they overcame by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. And so we already have that with us. We've got, we're covered by the blood of Jesus and we have our testimony. That is enough for starters. Plus, this is just a personal thing for me. Later, I always did evangelism just straight because I love Jesus. I have a testimony. I've been healed of depression. That's my great testimony. And I love to share about Christ and I'll just go direct. But later on, I did have, was told about the script. There's a thing called the script and I use it and I found it very fruitful. It's an actual script that I've ended, you know, we learn it. But not everybody wants to do that. But those that do, they find it fruitful. So the beauty of evangelism is so much freedom in it. We have the Word of God. We have the Holy Spirit. And the thing is, all of you are so anointed. Once you're out there, you'll find the anointing start kicking in. You are firebrands. And once you're out there, you will be surprised. So we have the Word of God the word of our testimony, the blood of the lamb, plus additional script if you want. That's just for starters. God bless you. Allow the Holy Spirit, which you already have, to give you the temperament to use. The template to use is in the hand of the Holy Spirit because you don't know who is who, who you are approaching, you know. A lot of time, the Spirit of God will just put it in your heart and say, well, you know, you know, just, you, you know how you just start a conversation. But people, you know, there's a place of contact. You know, even in the, you know, in the Bible, Jesus started with a woman by the, uh, on the well, you know. He said, give me water. Not that, she, not that he needs the water. He started by telling the woman, you know, give me water to drink. You know, not that he needs water, but there is a place of 
contact somehow. So it could be, you know, as our sister is wearing a very bright uh, um, headgear. Wow, I love that uh, pink headgear, you know. How, where did you get it from? You know, people like to, you know, you, that's right. And you start from there. Then before you are now able to bring in the gospel. And a lot of times there are different ways. Sometimes when we are few on the street and we are all wearing the same thing. And people are wondering, who are these people? And we are very joyful because we put the music, we start dancing. And everybody starts dancing and we are like, wow, you've brought joy to the street. Who are these people? What are you guys doing? Within an hour, within, two, within an hour, within two, we will see almost 200 people give their life to Christ. We see that regularly. In a week on the platform, we'll see an average of 300 people coming to Christ one week. So, it's, it's, it's done. It's possible. It's just for you to be available. And even if you, if you say, well, I don't know how, just go with the people that know how. I'm telling you, the, the joy is contagious. When you stand there with the people that are doing it, it's just a matter of time. You will just, you, you know, you pick the courage. <laughs> glory be to God is there any other question because before when we're going to round up we don't just um, when we're not just going to you know I know our time is fast spent we're going to pray for everyone to actually ask people to really dedicate if they say in their heart I want to do this then we will release the power of God. Please, my sis. Yeah, praise the Lord. My name is Florence Abraham. I, um, yeah, before now, I decided that uh, I'll do personal evangelism one head at a time because my business is one head at a time. And I spend like two to three hours at least on the job. So I take it one head at a time. And God has been helping me in personal evangelism. But there's the corporate one which church does every Saturday. And God also has been faithful. He's been going before us and preparing the hearts of the people. My question is this. Uh, yesterday we had evangelism. And uh, you know how people are. Everybody have different temperaments. And I met this man who I wanted to give handbill to. And uh, he said, no, it's not the handbill I want. It's you I want. And he was going to grab me. And I, I told him off. Is there anything I should have done differently? Um, no, there's nothing you can do. You are going to meet people on the streets. You're going to meet all kind of uh, people that have different motive. Um, but you know what you want and you know why you are there. So it's to make sure um, that you... One of the things that we do, I mean, which we cannot talk about now, in terms of how do you follow up people? How does, you know, because we don't... A woman to follow up a guy, you know, um, all those kind of stuff. We try to make sure that we regulate things the way it's supposed to be so that we will cut out anything that we open doors for the enemy to, you know, turn what's supposed to be good into something else. You know, the devil is always looking for how to uh, pervert anything, you know. So glory be to God. Now, we're going to, because we're rounding up, no time. No, we haven't got more time. We're just going to, I'm going to ask here, you know. Um, please, you're going to play a song, and as they play that song, if you feel that you have been challenged and you really want to, this year, 2022, you want to start reaching out to people more. I know you've been doing it, 
but you're saying, God, I want to do it. I'm telling you there's a special grace that is upon this network to see things happen. We're going to pray for you quickly so that this year, 2022, you will start seeing the difference. It's become easier for you. That everything that will hold you bound not to reach out, you know, that God will deal with it. Please, if we put that song on and we'll just, um, why the song is on, if you feel you want to, um, if you feel you want to see, you want to see the gospel spread more in the United Kingdom, you want to reach out, please just, you might just stand up, please, and we will now pray for you. Please go on. Say to God, just as I am, He knows your weakness, He knows you're not strong, He knows that you are afraid, He knows that you need the boldness, He knows everything about you, He knows everything about you, but yet He's calling you. He said, Come, He says, Come and touch other people. He knows that you are feeble. He knows that things are not where it's supposed to be. He is not asking you to wait until you are okay. He's not asking you. He knows that you are not feeling well. He knows sometimes your health, you have a challenge in your health. But yet you are saying, God, I will not let this challenge hold me down this year. I am going to reach out even with the condition. I am not waiting. If you want, just stand on your feet so that we'll pray for you. With, many with all eyes closed, with all eyes closed. Please, if you want, stand up. Thank you, my sister. Thank you. I know you have been doing it before, but you need more empowerment. You need more empowerment. You need more empowerment. You need more. You need God to touch your life more so that you'll be able to reach out. Remember, everyone of us has been called. Everyone is called to be a witness. Everyone. Everyone. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Just as I am, Father. Just as you are. Father, you know my weakness. You know everything about me. You know finance is hard. But Lord, you know that I, I need this. I need it. But just as I am, I will yield to you. I will yield to that which you want to do. I will reach out to the United Kingdom. I will see people coming to this church. I will reach out and invite people to this church. I will go out there because the truth is here. And they need to come into the place where they need to hear the truth. I will reach out to the world. The world needs you. The world, Croydon needs you. Croydon needs you. Croydon needs you. Croydon needs you. As you are, you are going to reach out to somebody. You will reach out to your neighbor. You will reach out to your cousins, to your family. You are going to reach out. Thank you, Jesus. Father, Lord, we thank you, King of glory. We glorify your name, Lord Jesus. Father, for those who are standing, Lord Jesus. Those who are standing, Lord Jesus. Father, Lord, you see their heart, Lord. 
they are standing before you making a rededication and a commitment that they want to see a great move that you're going to use them you will use their hands you will use their words lord jesus father lord we pray for great grace from today onwards in the name of jesus christ father release upon their life lord jesus a great a grace of revival in united kingdom father lord oh lord the grace of revival in united kingdom lord jesus father from today onwards father we pray for visions lord jesus visions lord jesus of areas of people lord jesus that they need to reach out to king of glory father lord we pray lord jesus let there be a total sanctification lord jesus anything that we hold them bound father we let them lose now we say lose lord anything that the enemy wants to use to accuse them to hold them bound to make them feel guilty to make them not to carry out that which you have asked them to do today in the name of jesus christ it is broken in the name of jesus christ it is broken in the name of jesus christ it is broken in the name of jesus christ thank you king of glory hallelujah amen thank you god bless you ma'am god bless you god bless you thank you sir Thank you for listening. We hope that you were ministered to through this message. If you have any comment on this presentation or would like to contact us, our address is 38 to 40 Parsons Meet, West Croydon, CR03SL. To speak to a member of our team, you can call us on 0208-688-466. Our website address is www.croydontabernacle.org.uk. Thank you and God bless.